1: There's no easy way to say this. What is she doing here? Get out.
2: He put me out of the house.
1: Who house? Come on. Half of everything in this house belong to her. And I ain't leaving here till she get it. You want this half? You want this
3: half? He is eight
0: feet under. Six feet under. I beat him down two more feet. I was mad as hell. Taekwondo. And I know
4: what, y'all. Come on, bring it out. Peace be still. That keeps me a piece of steel. As long as you got a piece of steel, you're going to have peace. Load your steel. Thank you, Chief.
3: Kimberly Elise, Shamar Moore, Steve Harris, Cicely Tyson, and Tyler Perry. Medea, Ooh, your hair is pretty. Aaron, what is this, repeat offender today?
2: Tyler Perry's Diary of a Mad Black Woman.
3: I'm placing you under house arrest. You ain't finna put me on no house arrest. It's either that or prison. I take the house arrest. <laughs>
0: God, I cannot believe this is happening. We've talked about this for a long time
1: and it's finally here. It's finally here. It's it's truly what was getting me through the last couple <laughs> viewings of The Lord of the Rings but we are on our third season of Newcomers. We are working our way through Tyler Perry's body of work for the very first time.
0: I'm so excited. This is our first episode of the third season. We are going to get into all sorts of stuff. We're going to have a lot of Tyler Perry super fans on who who know more about this than we do. And this is going to be 10 episodes. We won't get to everything, but we also won't run ourselves ragged like we have with the other topics. So I think
1: this will be better. It's a, a nice, a nice, cool 10. 20 was a little exhausting.
0: Yes. You know, but it uh, was a bit much, especially once we were getting into like listening to Lord of the Rings radio plays. Oh I boy! I feel like we really had crossed a line that no one wanted us to cross. So
1: yeah, oh, <laughs> listening to that was one of the times I was like, I wish I lived on the west side so I could walk into the ocean. Oh yeah, I also had thoughts about death during that. <laughs> um, so today we uh, we
0: could say that we've completed what is known as the introduction to Medea. By watching the iconic character's big screen debut in Tyler Perry's first film, Diary of a Mad Black Woman,
1: that came out in 2005. Diary of a Mad Black Woman is available on DVD for a fee and on Amazon, Apple TV, uh, Google Play and Voodoo. I will and- say I watched it for free. I Googled it and found
0: it for free on some other site. So I think you can oh, find it on for
1: uh, on Pivot. To be. Yes.
0: called? be. Yeah, yeah to yeah. be. Yeah, I just started playing. So I don't I don't know. I say go for that. Um, obviously we're gonna have a lot of spoilers. We're gonna talk about the whole movie mm-hmm. and get into it. So if you wanna watch it first, do that. If you already have seen it or you don't care and you just wanna hear us talk about it,
1: then carry on. I will say this watch at least half of it. It's, I agree. It's a, it's a ride. <laughs> I feel like
0: if you haven't seen it, you need to watch part of it because it is so surprising to me. Yes. The, I can't put it in the genre. Nope. I, I thought, here's what I thought. I'll just say this yes. before we get into our, to our <laughs> guests and getting deep into this. But I, having just seen commercials and things about Medea, I have thought it's a comedy. Mm-hmm. I have forever been like, oh, those are just funny movies about this. this mm-hmm. You know, Tyler Perry as a woman. Mm-hmm. That does not play a role until pretty far into the movie, and also it's fully dramatic. Very far in, to the point where I didn't think Medea was in it. I started to wonder if I was watching the wrong thing, and (laughs) fully the character is the only funny part. There is nothing humorous about the other things that, I mean, there are some things that I found very funny, but I don't think those were the comedic moments necessarily. Yes. So I want to, get, I want to get into this. Nicole, what, did, what were your expectations? And. Okay. What, so what was ro- different.
1: I didn't realize that diary of a mad black woman was based on a Tyler Perry play. And right. I have seen a Tyler Perry play. I believe I was in like seventh grade My, my mom was very involved in the church. So the church, we got on a bus and we drove down to somewhere and we saw it. And I just remember one of the jokes was this lady was in a green sparkly dress. And someone goes, you look like a can of Sprite. And everyone laughed really hard. And I was like, well, I don't know if this is for me. I just didn't find it funny. And I don't know why. And that is the only thing that has stuck out in my brain (laughs) for Tyler Perry. That's so funny. I have only seen, I saw Boo Medea 2, but I was like. I don't was, even know this title. I was very I, I, confused. I, is that a Halloween part two movie? It was a Halloween movie, but like I had a hard time following it. And then I left the theater for a little bit to like talk on the phone with somebody. It was a mess. So I didn't like see, see the movie, but like this. I don't remember it being as like gospely or of like so much about God or like it takes a hard turn to God. There's a ton about God. We
0: got to get into this. Oh
1: my god! Oh my god!
0: Okay. Well, we're so (laughs) excited. excited. Our guest today is John Braylock. John is an actor, comedian, writer, and producer. He's the head writer for the sketch group Astronomy Club, which premiered their hilarious self-titled sketch series on Netflix in 2019, which you should all go watch. Mm -hmm. And John also co-hosts the popular podcast Black Men Can't Jump. Hollywood and he also was a guest in our previous seasons. John, thank you for being here. We can't wait to get you. into this.
4: Thank you so much for having me. I am beyond excited to talk about this movie in particular, and also that you guys are delving into the real MCU, the Medea Cinematic. <laughs>
0: <Universe>. <laughs> I know Sean Disson's gonna be disappointed because he was really pushing to yes. Marvel, but I don't know. Honestly, I'm no, so
4: pumped about one.
1: this. <laughs> i I mean, this. This was, is
4: the first.
1: The, <laughs> yeah. I will say this: the movie was two hours long, so it borrows from the other universes we've explored. This is so
0: true. I was like, we didn't get, we didn't get away with it on time on this one. <laughs> no, we're still gonna put in the hours. Okay. This yes. Yeah. It, oh,
1: boy. It
4: inexplicably long.
0: <laughs> it, yeah, should, so it should long. end at so many different points, or it could. Like, they it, it could get away with it. I have to say, I really loved the ending, which I'll wait till we get there, but... It was like an improv show. You're right.
1: You're right. It was like, the seeds keep going, and you're like, someone could edit this. Yes, we so could just end get this. Get and out of it. Like, get out of it. For some reason, we can't. <laughs> <laughs> John, how did you become a Tyler Perry fan?
4: So, I i grew up in a pretty conservative christian household and this is like um so tyler perry was like right up everyone's alley basically because it was was black and christian right Mm -hmm. like and that is what he's and like all of his plays have this you'll see like there are some movies that have it a little bit less but there's always god has always worked in somewhat and and at the end of the, at the end of the day they're all kind of morality plays mm-hmm. um, yeah. um so but yeah this was like i, I don't know i saw like <laughs> i re- i almost i did i never got to see a tyler perry play but i remember like my dad and my uncle like trying to get us to go see one and so i knew about tyler perry um and then this movie came out and i remember uh and when i watched it like we we all watched it and i was like legitimately like this is a great film uh, <laughs> <laughs> like legitimately like this is a great great movie and i hadn't seen it i hadn't seen this one in quite some time and i've seen other talent, and since then i've been like okay there's some there are some that are better than others and there are some that you're just like oh god um uh, he's obviously created a name for himself from you know, for people who've never seen his work, they you kind of I, mm-hmm. have an understanding of who Tyler Perry is and what he does. Um, but I don't know. Even watching this film again, I was like, I was like, no, there's I, I know why this man is successful.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah,
0: yeah. It, I, it, I felt, yeah. I felt it, like I could I could understand it very easily. And I and I also I almost cried at the end. I don't know if
1: that's I, weird. <laughs>
4: So I watched this with Tessa and we both were like, we both were like very misty eyed. I Absolutely. also got misty eyed. Okay. I could, thank Absolutely. you. Thank you.
1: I was getting worried that you were thinking I was crazy. No, I no, got no, no, I'll tell you this. So, Sashir went and saw, I think she saw it live. It was like the last Tyler Perry play. And she was like, I was full blown sobbing by the end. Yeah. So like he there's does, something he's to very this. good at getting like you to feel. But it's yes. so
0: fascinating because I felt like the second it started, it's really over the top, mm-hmm. and like I was like, some of these characters, I was thinking, I'm not going to be feeling something about them. I'm like, it's not going to get me. But then by the end, when like I mean, that mom character comes in, seeing I was like, mm-hmm. uh, that yep. character had seemed a little over the top to me in previous scenes where I was like, okay, I don't know. And then truly, I was like, she's bad, like
4: hundred percent, hundred percent. We're, we're going to talk about this more and more, but I do think also one of the secrets to Tyler Perry's successes is that even though he's doing these literal soap opera melodramas, he he has actors because they're all they're all black actors in Hollywood, especially during this time, the the like early 2000s, mm-hmm. like they're being passed over by Hollywood completely. Yeah, so he's able to get like high caliber actors yeah. to come in and like make you know, pretty kind of two-dimensional roles into something meaty, like, yes. especially by the end. All of a sudden, you're mm-hmm. like, whoa, <laughs> this person's that's, making me feel something. How are so they doing? True. As
1: I watched it, I was like, oh, yeah, I fully see how this is a play. Like, this yes. is a, it's a filmed play with locations. But yeah, I was like, this, yeah, this would right. crush. Medea, the scene when they're <laughs> in the closet.
0: <laughs> oh my God, it's so and funny. And she's going, this is a I was like, this went crush life. <laughs> she had a lot. With the calculator, I was oh like, that's fucking God. hilarious. Lauren, I was dying. <laughs> the calculator bit, I was like, I almost put it in my Instagram story. And then I was like, I don't even want to give this away. This is like Me? fucking yes.
1: hilarious. Oh. Like, it- <laughs> Crushed me.
4: <laughs> it, it's also like, and I, I've so I've said this on our podcast. The other thing you have to know about why this is so successful is that Medea is truly one of the greatest comedy characters ever created.
0: I
1: agree. I think
4: I have to
0: agree. I truly, I was like, first of all, he disappears into the role. Uh, mm-hmm. I also didn't know that Tyler Perry played like ten people in the movie, so yes. that yeah. that was Full also Eddie fun. Murphy. Yes. Yeah. He also plays a sincere, genuine, regular person who's just himself. Like he doesn't have any aesthetics or anything mm-hmm. and then I was like okay so he's also like a romantic interest
1: while being the crazy aunt like he's just like so many things I feel like Tyler Perry was like oh I can't you're, you're passing over me for a lot of things well I'll just be literally everything yeah. until you guys give me my due and now he owns a fucking city in Atlanta and is <laughs> harboring fucking the royals <laughs> I will say it's not a bad idea and maybe we should do it <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would love. I want slapsticky comedy to come back. Oh, like same. I think it would just be so. Like the wrong Missy was so fun because. Oh, thanks. Like I, I text you the part where you fall off that cliff. I usually <laughs> was like, Dah!
0: I love shit like that, and like I, I feel like it's very funny to just fall a hundred times and be in no pain, and like that's it's, it's fun. It's it just is. silly. It's just silly. Um. Well, John, okay, so many comedians have been inspired by the characters and storylines in Ty- Tyler Perry films, and the tropes appear often in comedy, including being parodied on Astronomy Club, and your podcast uh, also touches on them. So as a comedian, ha- would you say that Tyler Perry has influenced your work? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man.
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> I mean, I, Tyler Perry has uh, definitely been a part of my work. I think... I don't it's hard to say like I I mean I I guess in a way it, it's it's weird because there's there's two there's two sides of this there's like the one side where I I so respect what Tyler Perry has done for himself in this way of like you know like him and Oprah have like literally become mo- like these huge moguls mm-hmm. they like own their own businesses and like yeah like you just said he like owns his own literal studio in in atlanta
2: yeah, i, I think believe he has an a island. fire department in yeah the, i think, uh, he, like on no, the I think he has like a city like it's or a something. city right yeah
4: wow yeah that's insane and like there's there's something like i think you can make a legitimate case that like as a lot of people in the industry know like atlanta has become like a a kind of hotspot for filmmaking. And like, you could say like Tyler Perry's a person who really put that on the map. A lot of people credit it to the fake MCU. (laughs)
1: but
4: I don't know. Like he was doing this first and he really like, you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. so, um, uh, but then there is the other, it's like the antithesis of Tyler Perry because Tyler Perry was so, has been so mocked and like by both, um, the black and white communities in terms of like, like what we shouldn't be. Um, I feel like Tyler Perry affects like any black (laughs) working comedians. work. (laughs) Just in the sense of like, you have to know who he is Mm -hmm. and you have to be like, you know, uh, there was a point in which I felt like, Oh wait, I'm not Tyler. I, my comedy is, is, is better than his. Like it's more, it's smarter. It's more cerebral. I don't have to like dumb down. Um, yeah, but it's 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 complicated because like then I then I co- like I th- take a step back and I'm like, OK, but white people are able to do really dumb, stupid, mm-hmm. watered down totally. comedy all the time. So like, why are we all getting on this one black man who's doing like I don't it's it feels like a double standard. Mm-hmm. Did you guys see the episode? The Tyler Perry episode of Kenya Barris's show on Netflix? Um,
1: oh,
0: black. Uh, so, uh, uh black I what? watched some of that. I can't remember no, what it's called right off the top of my
1: head.
2: Black AF? <laughs> like, no. Black AF. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Black AF. Yeah, yeah. hmm
1: I did not see that episode. I don't it's, think I saw... I can't remember if I saw Tyler Perry's. I watched the
0: first couple, so maybe
1: I did. Was one of them. Maybe
4: after a couple of these episodes, after you've seen a couple of these movies, and <laughs> maybe at a point where you're like, I don't know, Tyler Perry. Watch that episode, because it is... He basically has Tyler Perry on, and, like, Kenya basically has that conversation with the actual Tyler Perry. Oh, fun! you know, and it's, it's really like his, his kind of, it's not even a defense of himself. His just like, just stating like who he is and like why he does what he does. It's like pretty, it's kind of profound. And and it made me really, really respect him again. Um, Oh, good. So yeah, I don't
1: know. (laughs) I think it's so funny that like black people kind of draw a line in the sand with him. They're like, I love Tyler Perry. I don't like Tyler Perry. Right. I truly toe the line on it because I'm like, this is just, this is like one kind of movie, one kind of TV show. Right. Right. I think my only issue that I take up with Tyler Perry is he had made this Instagram post where it was like oh, a yeah. stack of scripts. And he was like, wrote all these myself. And I was <laughs> like, you have six shows on television. You can have a writer's room of 10 people. That yeah. is 60 people you could employ black people that you can employ and you can elevate them to like higher levels yeah. because in staffing, they're always like, there are no high level black writers. And it's because you get hired as a diversity hire. And once you become too expensive, nobody will hire you. And then you can't find a job. And it's like, but I could jump on a Tyler Perry project because he likes to hire black people. So I that's, mean, so that's, important. that's my one problem.
0: Yeah, no, that is really interesting that's, because I mean, I think it. there's, there's something about like the, I don't want to put the word arrogance on it, but like of just doing it all yourself and be like, see, he mm-hmm. did it all. And it's like, we but you've already proven that so i do think yeah, like right. we know like at a certain point you know that the person is capable and then to open it up i like i just feel like i understand it for the first bit like mm-hmm. yeah keep showing us that you can do it by yourself and then like at a certain point yeah you can elevate a ton of other people yeah. and and
4: and to be to be like perfectly honest he doesn't do it all by himself like it, he does have people who help okay write someone's and stuff.
1: It's cutting just- through to the <laughs> truth here. <laughs> telling me he's uh, posting falsehoods on his Instagram?
4: <laughs> no, I think he's credited by himself. That's for <laughs> sure.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he no, was able to get that. <laughs> that is dicey. the thing with like writing where you know, for TV that I think people don't fully understand. Like with writer's rooms yeah. and stuff like what you really want is to get credit on an episode because then you get paid more mm-hmm. than you do, even though everyone's doing it together. So that is an important
1: element that's not happening there. Yeah. John, yeah, what do you think the what do you think is keeping the the franchise Medea the other movies uh, what do you think it's what do you think keeps it culturally relevant
4: um it it's the fact that there just aren't enough black stories being told, so yeah, like you know, first of all, Tyler Perry wrote so many plays and he was writing plays after like the movie started doing well. He just kept doing that. So, you know, he has like <laughs> this wealth of and he's he's made it into a factory. He really was able to figure like figure out the formula of like this is how I make a play and this is how I'm able to make that play into a movie um, and I'm able to do it for cheap. Like that's the other thing about Tyler Perry is that he he does like cut corners sometimes. Like this movie is actually you'll see like because this is the only movie he didn't direct. Um, oh, and then like, oh. by the time we get to like boo to a Medea Halloween, <laughs> you're like, OK, the quality <laughs> of directing has clearly dropped. And, oh, it's, I can't wait. <laughs> and it's specifically because he is shooting things on very short timetables. Like he's 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 making sure that the cost of his movies are always pretty low so that, a you know, a five million dollar movie can make 50 million dollars like this one did.
0: So, Dang. isn't that ch- I, I don't know a ton about it, but with the um like his TV series, I feel like they shoot really fast. Do you guys yeah. know about that? Yes. Like yes. they're yeah. like super so it's probably a similar thing, like just doing it on a Absolutely. tight budget, getting it done, but then it can make a lot of money on the other yeah. side. Yeah, and
4: they're multi-cam Yeah, like, and
0: I think and they do like two shows
1: a day or something like that. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's like, like a soap crazy. opera Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's a soap opera schedule, but yeah. for only like a right. 12 to 20 episode <laughs> order. <laughs> yeah Just
0: get right to the point like, you know, we don't need two takes
1: we're good <laughs> that's all you got but when's my close-up we already did it
4: yeah
0: trust me we got it we got it, we got
1: it. <laughs>
4: <laughs> and it's this character it's like he's created the medea character and a couple of other characters and like you'll see like it expands like you know when we get to like house of paint like all of the <laughs> the characters yes. all come back in the other movies so like there are, he knows what people love and they're able to do it in this way that they just kind of, they keep it fresh. He's obviously a very good improviser. Like, that's the other mm-hmm. thing you just have to
1: admit. He's funny. Like, very funny. <laughs> too.
0: I found
4: him funny. funny. Yeah, I was, like, he's like, just legit this, an all-star.
1: Like, honestly,
0: it was in spite of myself because I just wasn't sure what to expect. And I was like, well, I think this is funny he made me laugh many times mm-hmm. and honestly I there's other parts I want to talk about that I don't know if they were intended to be funny and I want to see what you guys thought but I think we should right now let's really quickly um do our now this is going to be an interesting title here news media okay it's like news media but it's not okay uh, <laughs> so it's very, very 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 clever so Here's our news in this uh, world. Tyler Perry offered his home and security in Southern California to Prince Harry and Meghan Markle after they lost security protection from the royal family. Now, when I saw this in the Oprah interview, I did get really excited because I was like, we are on trend with our topic. This
1: is in the news. Um, Finger on the pulse. Did you guys watch the Oprah interview? I didn't, but the memes are so good that I think I understand what happened. And it's so sad. I know. I'm sure you got everything from Twitter, uh, basically. But yeah. it was really
0: interesting. It I was,
2: loved
4: it. Yeah. It was great.
1: It's just so wild. It's like, how do you defend how you treated this woman? And that's all she is, is a woman. Just a nice woman. I
0: know. Well, the it, yeah, it seemed like the statement released by the royal family was like, some people's recollections are different than others. And it's like, you're Oof. saying she's lying. Oof. But So in the interview, which was on uh, March 7th with Oprah, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle revealed that Tyler Perry swooped in to help them. So they were told they would stop receiving security protection from the royal family, and which is so crazy. Because
1: presidents get, don't they get secret service for the rest of their lives?
0: Right, right. It's so It's so crazy to me to think that he would just go to be a regular citizen with no protection. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't seem fair or safe, but... Um, Harry and Meghan, they were in Canada at the time, and they were panicking about the safest place to go, and it was right when COVID was happening. So oh, they my were, God. They didn't know if they'd be able to cross the border once COVID shut everything mm-hmm. down. So they, uh, Tyler Perry, I would like to know how this happened, but he offered not just one of his homes in Southern California, but a full security detail, and they stayed in that house for three months while they got their life set up in, El- in uh, Santa Barbara, which is where they live now.
1: I mean... Maybe we're going to get Diary of a Mad Black Princess, you know? <gasps> Maybe a had cameras.
0: So oh, my
2: God.
1: <laughs> well, you know what's so funny? Because in
0: the interview. Oh, my God. I thought it was really interesting. They were talking about how they're cut off financially. So he, Prince Harry, had like a whole, you know, life set up with all the money mm-hmm. there. But so he only has the money that his mom left him. Which I'm sure is a lot, but mm-hmm. he um they were able to like figure it out, but then you know Oprah was asking them about their Spotify and Netflix deals, and like, oh, uh, you know kind of calling out that people have suggested that that was Megan's plan all along or whatever, mm-hmm. and they both said that they truly just had no clue how they were gonna get, be able to pay for security and do all these things, so that's why they did those deals, and I mean Dang. makes sense. I, I guess. That- <laughs> Yeah. Yeah.
4: (laughs) Come on. They have to, I mean, they have to make money. Yeah. And why would you not? They're not going to work at a Burger King. Totally.
0: (laughs) Why would you not take (laughs) those deals? Anyone would. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But I think people are just so critical of the royal family and Meghan Markle. So it's like, Mm -hmm. yeah. And people don't
1: realize that, like, When a very famous person makes a ton of money, especially like, you know, you're like Brad Pitts of them. They have to have security because people are fucking nuts. Yeah. So it's like you kind of have to pay for the lifestyle. The lifestyle includes, you know, security detail. So. yeah,
0: And I think they were already. I mean, I don't know if you got this from what you uh, looked at online, Nicole, but there were like they when they when Megan was pregnant with Archie, she was told that he wasn't going to have a title. And there was, like, no real reason for that. Mm-hmm. And so then she was already getting, like, scared about, like, what does this all mean for, like, us that, like, we're not getting treated the same way. And she also um, was talking about her mental health issues that were ignored. And I think they had a good reason to leave. But it's, it's just so crazy. And then, yeah, so somehow Tyler Perry, I don't know what the connection is. I'd really like to know who called who.
1: Yeah. Because, like... <laughs> Or maybe Tyler Perry, it's like the bat signal. It's like, a black is in danger. I have to go save them. (laughs) He's like, he just
0: figures (laughs) out her phone number. (laughs) Uh.
1: I don't know. I'm
0: so curious if like one of them was friends with him first or something. Cause like, also it just seems so weird that they uh, even had to ask. (laughs) Don't you feel like, couldn't they figure out a place to stay without having to stay at a friend's house? I don't know. It just sounds like really normal. It, I mean, well,
1: yes. if you <laughs> really think really about normal. it, if you really
4: think about the fact that like this man was uh like he's he's a prince, so like yeah. it's he doesn't have anything. Like everything he has is tied up into yeah. the family. Mm-hmm. And if they kick him out, it's like it's actually a very good segue into this movie. <laughs>
1: yes oh my god you're yeah, so right out with just the U-Haul it's like you, you have only nothing have a U-Haul <laughs> oh my god I
0: love that connection well oh okay well let's take a quick break and we'll come back and jump into the whole movie itself Woo!
1: Remember in 2018 when border control separated thousands of refugee kids from their parents and deported the parents back to their home countries while keeping the kids in the United States? Well, believe it or not, six years later, there are hundreds of families who still have not been reunified. Although we as a community may feel hopeless at times, I recently learned about an organization called Otro Otrolado which works to reunify families. They provide holistic legal and humanitarian support to refugees, deportees and other migrants in the U S and Tijuana through a multidisciplinary client centered harm reduction based practice. Since 2018, they've reunified over 100 refugee families ripped apart by Trump's zero tolerance policy. Once reunited, Al Otro Lado helps each family to find legal representation, housing, and counseling that they need in order to heal and get on their feet. Imagine having your child ripped from your arms and never knowing when you'd see them again. We can't let family separations go on. If you're like me and believe that families belong together, join me in supporting Al Otro Lado and donate today. You can find the link to donate to Al Otro Lado in the description of this episode or go to gum.fm slash charity to donate today. You can also consider volunteering with the organization, which offers opportunities that are both in-person and virtual. The best way to get involved is by filling out an application on their website at a-l-o-t-r-o-l-a-d-o dot org slash volunteer. altroladoorg slash volunteer.
3: This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. My social battery right now, where would I put it? Ooh, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of looking to connect with friends. I'm also looking to retreat a little bit and be by myself. It's hard to know exactly what you need at any given time. And it can be so easy to ignore our social battery and spread ourselves too thin, especially with social gatherings picking up so much. After the winter, the spring is here. Well, what's the right amount of socializing for you? And how do you recharge? Maybe you thrive around people. Maybe you need more alone time. Therapy can give you the self-awareness to build a social life that doesn't drain your battery. I started therapy when I was about 30, and it was so, so helpful for me for learning about myself, learning about boundaries, learning about my relationships with other people, and how to deal with other people. There's so many things you can benefit from therapy. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. So just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Find your social sweet spot with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com newcomers today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com newcomers.
2: HeadGum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A com. Use code HeadGum at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura.
1: And we're back. Okay, let's get into it. I got to say, before we get into it, I really had such a nice time. So did I. Was- I. Watching it alone, talking to my TV, I was like, "Mm -mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Okay, so we start with Helen and Charles McCarter... Uh, they seem to have a perfect life behind the scenes. Charles is an abusive attorney having affairs. Helen is unemployed, bored, and trying to make her marriage work. On their 18th wedding anniversary, which I thought was like a pretty high number for these young looking people. But anyway, <laughs> Helen arrives to find all of her belongings in a U-Haul. Charles reveals he is kicking her out for Brenda, his mistress and mother of his two sons. How oh. scandalous.
0: I know. And it starts out like almost like a rom-com. Like So there's this kind yes. of this- Interesting, like it's like they're at like an event. I can't remember Mm -hmm. if it was a wedding or just some big event, like some fundraising thing or something. uh, He was getting an award. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was like there's like a narrator, which kind of goes away, Mm -hmm. but then like it it felt kind of like oh, it's like a rom com, and then suddenly it was like a soap opera where she's getting kicked out, Mm -hmm. and Helen kicks the driver Orlando out of the truck and drives to visit, drives it to visit her grandmother Medea. Now this is. I'm thrilled at this point. Medea takes (laughs) Helen in to the dismay of her brother, Joe. Joe's son, Brian, acts as Medea and Helen's attorney after Charles and Brenda catch them breaking into Charles's mansion, which is an amazing scene. Um, So good. Judge Maybelline Ephraim places Medea under house arrest (laughs) and sets a property or cash bond for Helen. So they go to court. They have this whole Uh thing. I mean, we're really getting through it quickly with this summary because. There's a lot there. Yeah, so much happens there.
1: (laughs) But first, I just want to say Charles, where he's being honored, he said, if I had to come back as anything, I'd come back as myself. And everyone (laughs) laughed, and I was like, that's what? (laughs) That's (laughs) not a crazy thing to say. (laughs) Wildly
0: cocky thing to say. (laughs) And Why the even way, set up that you would have come right? back as something like what? You're fine. Like, yeah, you just be like, I'm happy
1: said. to be me. Yeah. And then The way he drags her out of the house. So they bring in. Oh my God. Brenda. The dragging is so <laughs> insane. It's really, it looks so painful. It looks so painful. And she's like, like, crawling and, like, tr- like really, like, staying in that house to the yeah. point where I was like, did anyone choreograph this? Or is That's this woman wondering. fighting for her actual life to I, I stay was in like, house? I was
0: thinking about the choreography, too. I was like, okay, I hope he's holding on to her in, like, a loose yes. way because, like, yeah. she's, like, really grabbing at stuff. And it uh-huh. just seemed, like, it must have been... I hope they didn't do it a hundred times. And maybe knowing oh, Tyler Perry, they didn't. But he wasn't <laughs> directing yet, so maybe they did.
1: <laughs> um. Okay, so... Brian. Kicks well, we his, also, I just oh. think we
0: have to touch back on when they Ooh. broke back into the house. Oh, oh yes. Medea oh, basically yeah. types on a calculator for <laughs> 10 minutes like, to, it's figure a out, <laughs> to figure out what Helen is owed by this man who has like screwed her over. And it's just a it's a hilarious comedic scene. And then they go, she's like, we're going to that house. And she's like, my guard will never let us in. And then Medea just flies through the barrier and <laughs>
1: uh-huh. they make him so hard. Oh wait, first. Wait, before uh, yeah. that, we get to see before that,
4: yeah.
1: a crackhead who's married <laughs> to- Yes, this is uh, such an important role. Shit, to Brian. What's so the Brian's, character's name? Hold on. Brian, yeah, that's it. Tyler Perry. As Tyler Perry is Brian, the lawyer, his his baby mom is a crackhead. Oh yeah, who, okay, that's Deborah. Yeah, she's like, oh, okay. So yeah, Deborah's like not doing okay. Like, no, truly and that, that part visibly felt- shaking. That part felt so crazy at first. Um, It did grow on me.
0: But like, I feel like she walked in. She's like, I'm fine. You know, and you're like, oh, God. She's like Uh literally
1: on drugs right now. Yes. Well, I don't think she was on drugs. I think they were trying to portray that she was going through like withdrawal. Yes. And needed to get like some food to then (laughs) go get her drugs. (laughs) Medea,
0: Medea was feeding her and gave her a plate of food. And she was like, like saying to the other woman, like, don't judge me. And then she Uh leaves. And I was like, Medea's. So Medea's like a caretaker. Yeah. But also, just like absurd, like she's but but it but seems well, to be like a motherly figure.
1: <laughs> I,
4: I feel like people need to know that what so what what happened is that you have at least twenty minutes of a truly intense melodrama where it's like <laughs> this woman has yeah, yeah. a husband from mm-hmm. hell he is he beats so. Her. Drippingly, dripping with evil, like it to a degree that you're just like, there's no real person like this, but like he is so bad. And after <laughs> he kicks her out, and and like, and you're just like, you're there, sitting so tense, mm-hmm. and she's just has to drive, and she drives to a house, and she opens the door, and Medea is standing there with a gun, and <laughs> in a, the, oh, yes. immediately, yes.
0: yes, so the tone like, immediately goes from that comedy. The tone shifts so suddenly. And she's like, "It's me, it's me, it's your granddaughter," and then she's like.
1: Oh, okay. And so you have so no, first sh- she's like, you over here looking for the drugs? And she's like, no. And she's like, well, you gotta come back in the day. And she's yeah, like, oh, no, let me in. In. She's like, okay.
4: Because <laughs> like Kimberly Elise is still acting in a, in the yes. drama. And you have a character who is fully in a Eddie Murphy comedy. And you're just like, yes. wait, what is well, happening?
1: It's what? like Big Mama's house. Where yeah. is it? Neil Long Sees Martin Lawrence as Big Mama, and she's like, "Big Mama, you look different." He's like, "Come on, you gotta get a side.' I was like, "Okay, Big Mama," and you're like, "Wait, no, this is a relative of yours." <laughs> yeah, and Helen's just like, "Oh, that's that's Medea." Yeah, it's, it's
0: it's Medea does not strike anyone as being odd or over the no. top. Medea is very normal. Everyone knows Medea. There's nothing weird about her in this <laughs> world, which is like the best. It makes it funnier.
4: They're scared of her.
0: <laughs> yeah, of yeah. anything, they're scared.
1: <laughs> um so where are we? Okay, so uh, third paragraph, Brian, Brian is kicks his Tyler wife. Perry, right? Yes. So Tyler Perry, Brian kicks his yeah. wife Deborah. Out and uh, strains his relationship with his daughter Tiffany, fearing Tiffany will turn to drugs like her mother. Ryan (laughs) refuses to let her join the choir, which is like, why? I don't see that connection. Me either. It's like, they never explain it. Leads to drugs. You'll get high on the sounds and you'll want crack. Medea convinces him to forgive Deborah and allow Tiffany to join the choir. Helen starts seeing Orlando.
0: Now, that's also like huge. Like, she starts <laughs> having a relationship with the guy who was driving her initially, and that she kicks right. out the U Haul. Mm-hmm. It becomes extremely romantic. She's yes. like the first person to really care for her. She's coming out of this relationship where she was abused for so long. And the voiceover comes back to let us know all this. And she starts writing in her diary. That's her diary. Mm-hmm. Yes. Her, the
4: voiceover is all her di- Her writing in the diary. Yeah.
0: Yes. And this relationship was just straight up romance. Like, So this mm-hmm. genre for me is like a fully deep, intense, sort of dramatic love story. Yes. But I gotta uh, <laughs> say,
1: Shamar Moore's wig Really took me out of it. I, I was like, it, what, what are, are these some, braids? I was like, gonna what what going to ask about that because on. <laughs> there was no scalp to be seen.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, seemed a little unnecessary. I'm like, well, what's his hair like underneath it? Can we just like see what that is? Because like the, the, it looked like a wig, and that yes. seemed weird. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so, but an attractive
4: man still, right? Oh, oh he's, he's very so
0: hot, handsome. And I mean, I w- I definitely recognized him, but I wasn't sure from what. He's been in hundreds of episodes yes. of multiple shows, so I was like, okay, yeah. so yeah, he's so just many, been on my TV so forever, everything ever. So. Meanwhile, Jameson Milton Jackson asks Charles to be his defense attorney <laughs> in his trial, that name is amazing, oh in my his Lord. trial for shooting an undercover cop during a drug deal, asking that he bribe the judge to rule in his favor. Now, this is like a whole subplot that comes yes. in and you're like, okay, now there's like this drug deal thing. There's uh-huh. bribery with the lawyer. It's like, it feels like a different movie again. Like they're mm-hmm. in like almost an airplane. Like are a
1: suspense like, movie. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So in divorce court, Helen lets Charles keep the money and property, provided he pays Brian's attorney and Myrtle Jean's nursing home fees. Charles agrees. And in the shooting case, the jury finds Jameson guilty. This was a crazy part. And by the way, this is like two hours in. Jameson snatches the bailiff's gun and shoots Charles. And it's like chaos. Which I couldn't
1: believe. I loved it. I loved it because I was
0: like, well, I was really excited about this scene because I was like, I love when shit just happens that's like uh-huh. crazy like i, I it got me it got me excited again because there was mm-hmm. a lot of like
1: <laughs> deep drama sort of happening and then this was just like yeah <laughs> well before shot. he shoots him he like then threatens him again and then charles is like before i became a lawyer i ran the streets so don't talk to me like that and i was like wait what is happening but yeah. before that we have a a house party where Old people smoke weed, and oh my one God, of the, the old people party. bugs out.
0: That woman uh, was tweaking, and she was like playing cards.
1: Yeah, and Is she that saw one? something <laughs> on the cards, and then she like lost her mind. And then I feel like Joe. someone, Joe. Yeah, Joe smokes weed. I mean, these old
0: well, people. The, the fun. woman who was like on drugs was playing cards with Tyler Perry as an old man character.
4: Yeah, Joe. That's Joe.
0: Oh, that's Joe. Okay, the name's yeah, right. I, I like Perry, too, name. Yeah, and that's going to catch anyone's
1: right?
4: And that's Tyler. Perry. Yeah, he plays those three characters, and they are, and they're in almost every movie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. Wait a minute. So he plays three characters per movie, and he wrote it, and he directs it. That's a lot of hats to have on, sir. It is a lot oh, of hats. Yeah. Even when
0: you just think about him getting into those costumes, <laughs> which takes a lot of time, and then directing. So it's like. He can't be in two places at once. So basically, Mm -hmm. I wonder what the schedule's like when he's getting ready is my Yeah, I wonder. Also
1: at the house party, Medea was in her, she wasn't in her costume. She was in different clothing. And I was like, oh, I didn't know Um... Medea had a change of clothing.
0: Medea's tits, by the way, are, are funny. so oh,
1: amazing. Oh, the scene where she fucks up the house with the fucking, do we talk about oh, this? The no. chainsaw? <laughs> oh my God, no. Where Literally
4: cuts everything cuts in half. It,
1: and her tits are just flopping. And Tyler Perry is moving his body so they flop.
0: And it yeah. <laughs> and it's really funny. It
1: made me laugh
0: so They're really well hard. done. They, it, it was like real but absurd at the same yes. time. And I oh really enjoyed God. that. Oh my God.
1: <laughs> oh, I loved it.
0: I really uh, did too.
1: Okay, so Orlando proposes to Helen uh <laughs> in a way where he put the ring on while she was sleeping and then she lifts her hand to do her hair and she's like, "No what?" It's what literally so proposal.
0: crazy a how ring? it happens. She gets out of bed. And she goes and looks in the mirror, and she touches her hair with her right hand, <laughs> and she touches her hair with her left hand. And I was uh-huh. going, "What is?" I actually rewound it because I got confused. And then, I thought she then was she's wearing like, her
1: old ring, huh? and she was like, "Oh, I should take this off." But then it was like, "No, she doesn't know what this ring is."
0: She looks at it and she goes, "What? Like, what's <laughs> happening?" And like, it was just the weirdest proposal I've never seen anything yes. like that. And the slow realization that she had a ring on was mm-hmm. just amazing.
1: So before she can respond, she see like the TV's just on to the news where she sees the shooting happen and goes to the hospital uh with Brian. The doctor says Charles might be paralyzed and they ask if they should resuscitate him if things deteriorate. Brenda, hard, she's like hard no. No, let him die. Let him it's die. So evil. Ugh. And then what kind Helen of a is-
4: life if you can't walk? That's <laughs> yes! literally what she said. And
1: I was like, Tyler Perry, you <laughs> oh, can't say disgusting. that you can't say that. It's not it's not bad. <laughs> Um. So Helen is still Charles' legal wife So she tells the doctor She's like You oh, do right. everything I was in wondering. your power To keep him <laughs> alive uh, Charles Oh boy This part of the movie This part's where I was laughing I have to <laughs> say Really wild ah!
0: Unfortunately
1: Charles returns home with Helen has offered to take care of him. It is revealed that Brenda emptied Charles' bank account and left with their boys. Uh Charles resumes his verbal abuse of Helen to which Helen is like, "No, sir." And he's going, "Brenda?" Brenda she's like, "Brenda? Brenda?" Yeah, that it's pretty laugh so hard.
0: And then the part goes, where he flies out of the wheelchair into the hot tub <laughs> oh or whatever. I was like I couldn't believe it. That was so crazy that was comedic but
1: like it's not but it was horrific. also really sad
0: it's horrific no, it,
4: yeah it, it's, it's like a horror film it's
1: it's a horrific act and the way they shot it it's, was like it's, a comedy it's abuse
0: and it's horrible but it's goofy like it's, it's so goofy. from like above and you just he suddenly goes like whoop! he's like flying into the tub i'm like this is crazy and then he's laying there he's half yes!
1: in the water and she's smoking a cigarette
0: and he's like Blah blah blah. Like he's like making bubbles because he's he. But he's the actor is kind of spitting water out as uh-huh. he's laying there. So you don't really feel that he's in some serious danger, which is mm-hmm. why it also feels kind of funny still. Mm-hmm. And then she's just being like a total bitch to him and being like, now nah, now nah, it's my turn and you're gonna yeah. So, like, and boo, before, boo, boo,
1: boo, boo. <laughs> <laughs> and before she she's like stop making bubbles. <laughs> dying before she tries to drown him she left him in his chair for two days and then when she comes back she's like you smell and i was like obviously this man can't do anything the
0: relationship between the two of them is so confusing because it is she she is treated horribly by him she gets Mm. she gets kicked out he almost dies. She helps him come back to you know living, and mm-hmm. and t- she takes care of him. Yet, b- not without just punishing him first. But then they like love each other again, mm-hmm. and then she has to like quote unquote break his heart because she like uh, well I'll just read the last part. And we'll get to that. So Helen and, Ar- and Orlando argue when he learns she's moved back in with Charles to look after him, and he's like, "You don't deserve this." Meanwhile, Charles realizes his mistakes and apologizes to Helen too little too late i mean Mm -hmm. everyone's done way too much at this point (laughs) he regains his ability to walk one day in church which is miraculous where deborah now clean and sober reconciles with brian i that's that has to be the moment where i was about to cry Mm -hmm. charles hopes to start over with helen but during a family dinner she gives him her (laughs) wedding ring and signed divorce papers in in front of everyone Mm -hmm. reassuring him that she will always be his friend I don't know why she finds Orlando, asks him to propose again and accepts when he does. And by find Orlando, she
1: runs through a factory and it's, it's, there's it's like a man movie. Who's like, it's dangerous like, here. And she's like, no.
0: wait, what is that movie? Like officer and a gentleman. Yes, I've never it was, seen it, yes. but they were like, Richard Gere, like carries that lady out. So it was basically yes. they reenacted that ending. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: They re- to the ending. I've never
1: seen the movie.
0: I've never seen that, but I have seen that replayed. It's parodied so much that I feel like I know uh-huh. that scene. And so I'm like, why did, why that choice? Like she runs in the factory. He lifts her up, carries her. I mean, I don't know. It's a whole thing. Um, Cause it's epic. It yes. was epic though. It was truly epic. And okay. So this movie was written by Taylor Perry based on his 2001 play of the same name. It was directed by Darren Grant and it was released on February 25th, 2005. Okay, so John, we know that you're a big fan of the Medea franchise. How does this first film compare to the rest of the franchise for you? You kind of touched on how they get a little more cheaper, but in terms yeah. of like quality overall,
4: I mean, I I think this is definitely one of the best ones for sure. Like, mm-hmm. um, and, um, and th- it
0: does trouble me just a little bit.
4: Well, it should, <laughs> but it, it should because <laughs> <laughs> that is what it is. Like, um, you're never, you're always going to get like plot lines that are pretty uh stereotypical and and like scenes where you're just like wow like this is way <laughs> over the top um and it's always undercut by Medea like doing the comedy but there's never even in the even in the Medea focused movies um it's like there's still lessons to be learned. I don't know.
0: Oh yeah. Oh, this movie had like a hundred lessons. Like it was really like you mentioned a morality play. Like there were, there were so many things like, and even just the sort of redemption of the characters at the end, like Mm -hmm. anyone you thought was bad is good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Everyone had a chance. And I mean, it's so interesting. I think there's, I'm always kind of fascinated by things like that. Like you say like how they had, how the other movies have like, kind of typical storylines that are kind of predictable or whatever. I find it really interesting to just have the confidence to just write a story that is like that. Like to just Mm -hmm. go like, and then they do this thing that is pretty obvious that they would do next. And then this happens and it just seems kind of fun. And you can also understand why he's cranking these out like by the dozen. And by the way, really enjoyed myself.
1: Yeah. I had a great time, (laughs) but I will say everything did wrap up in a nice little bow, except for Charles's storyline. Charles doesn't have any money, yet he lives in a castle. <laughs> He's fucked. <laughs> like, what is going to happen to the castle? Also, he could go after that woman for taking his money. He's not dead. Right. right. <laughs> She can't just do that. They weren't no. even legally
0: married. It they, was still they weren't married even to the
2: married. She,
1: no. Yeah. She just had children by him. Which also was money. so bananas. When she was like, you're cheating on me. He's like, get out of my car. And then he's like, I have, yeah, this is the woman. And I have kids. My children. She's like, I wanted children. He was like, well, sorry. And then she,
0: oh my God. She basically implied that he, he like punched her to the point where she yeah. lost pregnancies. Uh huh. Like she yeah. she was like you made it so that I lost, you know, I don't know how she phrased it because it was kind of like buried in there, but I was like, oh my God, that's like a huge accusation. And then like the, like, or huge like story point. And then everything he said in the car was the meanest thing I've ever heard in my life. So mean. That even then I'm like, why would you even want to take care of him
2: after? I mean,
1: I, I also don't think you should go back and abuse him. It's all just like, get this person away from you. But also, when they go in the closet and all of Brenda's new clothes are there and Medea's like, a Dolce and Gabbana's, <laughs> I can't remember how She's she like, she what's, a do- what's a Dolce, what's a
0: Dolce Gabbana? <laughs> and she's like, she's and she's like, I use these things to wipe my mirror. And then
1: she just like rips it up. She's like, this is a rag. It's a rag.
0: <laughs> it's, a rag. <laughs>
1: it's a rag. And then she's f- threatening to fight her. Medea is, I can't wait to get to the Medea movies. I don't know if I've laughed harder than at Medea. Medea is fucking funny. So this is my question.
0: Or the is Medea a bigger role in the other ones, or is it kind of like this where she's just there from
4: time in to time? In most of the movies, it's she is the she is a supporting character.
1: Doesn't isn't there like oh. like Ernest goes to jail? Doesn't Medea go to jail? Right. Yes,
4: yes, yes. But like even in like Medea, like Boo a Medea Halloween, like there's a whole storyline that has nothing to do with Medea. Like there's always some sort of storyline happening. Um, and, and Medea elements. I, that Medea goes to jail one. I, that is one I haven't seen. And I think oh. it might be a little more Medea focused,
0: <laughs> but, uh, I want to know if he ever directed in the Medea costume just out of like convenience. Oh,
1: I truly hope so. I would love that. Like Medea has one scene of the day. It's the top scene yes. and then the rest of the day just dressed as Medea. <laughs> but oh, here's I the things that. you
4: could always expect. You can always expect that uh, Tyler Perry is playing multiple characters. Mm-hmm. There's always, uh, there's generally always a dark skinned black man who is the most evil. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> just, that was it's interesting. Just a, it's just a thing. It's just weird. You're like, okay, like, but but it's it's reversed because then you have a you know like Kimberly Elise, and then you have like the light skinned. Black woman.
2: Yeah.
1: Or well, you you have the light skinned black woman who's evil, but then you have the light skinned black man who's the savior of it. Right. And I guess Tyler Perry's trying to say colorism shouldn't exist. They're all bad.
4: Right. (laughs) They're
1: all bad. (laughs) And I also think,
4: like, honestly, I'm thinking about this now, but I think one of the reasons he makes the bad guys so bad is so that people aren't getting in because he wants to tell people, like, he wants to give morality lessons to people, yeah. and it's hard to do that if people are like, "Wait, but that person actually has a point." So mm-hmm. he makes them so so bad, <laughs> so that the so that Medea can come in and like give it. Like everyone gives Kimberly advice in this movie. Like Tyler Tyler Perry gives her advice in three different characters. I almost <laughs> like, thought
0: that the Tyler Perry as himself kind of character was going to be a romantic interest for her because their first conversation, I was like, oh, he's like kind of seeming like, yeah, yeah, but no, it didn't go that way. That's so interesting. So like, wait, keep going. I didn't mean to interrupt you.
4: No. uh, Well, so it's all a part of like a family. So like, it's, it's, there's always somebody who's related to Medea. And, and then, Mm -hmm. so it's like, that kind of pulls you in that they keep getting, they keep getting all these incredible actors, like amazing black actors to be in these films. Like, Every film has like, like Idris Elba is in a Medea movie. Viola Davis is in a Medea movie. Like, you know, obviously this movie had like Kimberly Elise and like uh, Cicely. Ty- like there's so many amazing black actors that yeah. like, like uh, it are maybe hadn't popped yet. It like hadn't quote unquote crossed over, mm-hmm. um, which is so they so there again, there's something to be said that Medea like Tyler Perry was always looking out for, you know, was always looking out for black people in a, in a sense. Um, it's another reason why he's been protected the way he has. Even with the criticisms, people were like, yeah, but he's doing so much. Like mm-hmm. he's giving people jobs and like starring roles and things when they aren't getting them, even though they deserve oh, that's, them. You know? Well,
0: that's a really good point because that balances out what we said about the writing. Mm-hmm. But, like even if he's not doing that in the writer's room yeah. necessarily, he is bringing a lot of people to these big roles. And I think your point earlier was so true that like, while they might be kind of like two dimensional characters, the acting is so good that you're like swept up in the storyline and you don't mm-hmm. really mind that the, that it's like that he's being so evil that it would just couldn't be possible. Yeah. Right. I
1: thought Kimberly Elise did a very nice job of balancing things. Like, and there was like times where I was like, wow, she's like really acting. And like, this is, wow, oh my God, taking yeah. me there. Yeah. Cause I love her from set it off. I yeah. think she's great. Uh, have you seen that movie, Lauren? No, I haven't. And you this has been one that I has come it. up a bunch it's, for me lately. It's a great movie. It's okay. Queen Latifah. Yeah. I'm going to uh, watch that. Uh, Jada Pickett-Smith, uh, Vivica A. Fox, and then Kimberly Elias in there. Girls who end up, mm, I won't tell you. It's good. Okay, yeah. Don't tell me anything. I like to be <laughs> yeah. surprised.
4: She's also the wife in John Q. and It's a smaller role, but like she's great in that, too. I love that movie. She's great. And Washington, I thought yeah.
0: she was so funny. like In the comedic mm-hmm. scenes she really made Medea even funnier because her Mm -hmm. reactions were so genuine that it just was like, it just made the Medea stuff pop even more. Like when they're ripping everything up and she's like, Mm -hmm. wait, what's the point of this? And she's like, there is no point. And she's like,
1: okay. (laughs) It was just cute little moments. Kind of, I guess the MCU, Marvel borrowed from the MCU by putting (laughs) really great actors (laughs) into superhero movies so they could elevate the material the same way Tyler Perry. Wow, they really borrowed from Tyler? Yeah. Wow. Wow, That's very Angela clear. Bassett wow. is in Meet
4: the Browns. I'm like looking up all these films. And I'm like, yep, there's an incredible actor in every every single one of them. I'm like That's awesome. Angela Bassett is in Meet the Browns. And that movie is is not is just so basic, but you're just like, but Angela Bassett is the star of it. Like uh the Wait, other thing that is, it was
1: a TBS show. Oh, was it a movie and then a TBS well, show?
4: Yes, exactly.
1: Uh, man, what <laughs> he a does treat.
4: it? does it. Crossovers, baby.
1: There's a lot to learn.
4: <laughs> <laughs> um he also like like it's it's a weird thing because he is playing uh he is like playing a woman in it, 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 uh, but he does like protect black women in his films like she's playing this very protective character and it is kind of like what Tyler Perry like I you also have to think about it like this came out of uh you know the the '90s which you had a lot of like what I, what we call hood films where you know there are a lot of films like based off of the drug game and things like mm-hmm. that and they're they're almost always male led and there wasn't a lot of great representation for black women in those movies because they were always just like the romantic interest maybe here or there you know what I mean like um, so like Medea, Tyler Perry I'm, I'm calling him Medea. <laughs> he
1: really disappears into the role <laughs> he's the same
4: person but Tyler Perry has a lot of movies where the women are the leads you know what I mean like mm-hmm. uh, most of his movies the, the women are the leads and like so they're getting their own story told. So it is like in that way, you're like, oh, this is it is very different. Um, and it's funny. So like men are watching it, too. So like he really was able to like kind of. Yeah. Just target a, a group of people who just felt like they were not being represented. You know? That's
0: interesting to somehow be able to do that while starring in it as a man. <laughs>
1: You know what I mean? Like, it's like,
0: yeah, I definitely see your point. And it's like, at the same time, he still is the lead. However, he was able to create these stories that elevate other people. But yeah, that's that's an interesting way in to get the guys to go see it, too.
1: Mm -hmm. Uh, This is an award winning movie Uh, Two NAACP Image Awards, uh, five BET Comedy Awards. I think that's. Yeah.
0: Yes. So Kimberly Elise won Outstanding Actress in a Motion Picture NAACP Award and then. Cicely Tyson, one uh, supporting actress, which is funny because she's in one scene, <laughs> but she was very memorable. She was. She's in
4: like two. She's in like two scenes. Is she's in she, the scene. Well, she the, yells at you,
0: the grandpa guy.
1: Oh, yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes.
4: But yeah, her memorable scene is like in the in the old in the old God films.
1: will take care <laughs> of all things. It was really is dramatic. God. ask him.
4: Oh, my God. I forgot we didn't talk about the fact that there is a gospel rendition of What If God Was One of oh Us. Oh,
0: my God. I actually Googled it and I was like, which came
1: first? I thought, what if God was one of us? I was, I was, like, I was confused. I was like, oh, is this course, the original? What is it? Joan
0: Baez, who sings the song, who wrote that song. But I, is that who it is or am I mixing that up? Oh. Uh, I don't know. I get so confused about
4: Joan Osborne or oh,
0: Joan Repurpose Osborne Joan Biles is the old singer. Yeah. Um Joan Osborne and I, I was really confused. I was like I know that song so well, but I've never heard it sung like this, which makes me think it is a religious song because <laughs> it actually really works. And then it's, I was, I was like, it's, it's Oh my not. God, did I not know this was like originally a gospel song? And then, no, it's not. They covered that no, song it's not.
1: <laughs> and it makes it even better. <laughs> it's so funny. I have that issue with the song, my guy. So I love sister act. And then my roommate, John and I were like listening to music and, my guy came on and I was like, "Ugh, why would they change the lyrics from uh, God to guy?" And he tr- fully turned around and was like, "What do you? What?" And <laughs> you I was like, it's thought from "That sister was sister act. It's my God. My
0: god. And he was, oh and he my was like, god! No,
1: no, like, no, no! That's not. what makes
0: like, that scene cute.
1: <laughs> I truly learn every day.
0: I love that so much. That's amazing. Well, critically, the film was not well-received. It currently has a 16% fresh rating on Rotten, to- rotten oh. Tomatoes, which is just bullshit, which one critic yeah. from the New York Post simply, uh, he wrote, stay clear of this mess. Another from the Hollywood Reporter wrote, in an awkward split personality way, it works some of the time. I mean, some, I I agree. I feel like reviews can be too critical. Like, I mean, I get that's literally the point of them, but mm-hmm. I I agree that it had like a split personality yeah. thing in the sense that there were so many genres kind of coming mm-hmm. together. It's a comedy one minute. It's like a devastating drama the next minute, but like that's kind of what makes it interesting and makes it special. Like I think it mm-hmm. stands alone in this way that I can't think of other things that really do that. And that's cool that it's unique in that sense. Yeah. And opinion. I honestly
1: stayed off my phone for most of it. So I was me like, too pretty enthralled and i enjoyed it and i think our listeners will be able to tell it that means we really were interested (laughs) because
0: we can't usually put our phone down
1: i mean it's during lord of the rings i was like my phone is my hand and i have to look at my hand Uh you literally have
0: to during that movie like those movies like if you didn't have your phone then you're just like slowly just bleeding out from your eyes i don't know i mean we tried (laughs)
1: Well, some critics didn't feel that it was bad. Some critics saw the film in a positive light. Appreciating uh, Perry's talent, FilmsInReview.com writing, here is a brand new genre, a Black Christian romantic revenge comedy. It doesn't quite work, but Tyler Perry is a jewel. Well, that's nice. Yeah. I quite, uh, I don't, I think it works. I don't know. I... I do, too. It, it clearly
4: like, worked. Like, it made a lot of money. So yeah,
2: much it money. It
1: worked.
0: <laughs> so, speaking of that, okay, so audiences love the film. Its budget was $5.5 5 million, and it grossed $50.7 in the box office, landing at number one in its first weekend. And it has a Google audience rating of 4.7 stars, which is good. So, yeah. I think that's that speaks to... Mm-hmm. You know what people are really feeling, not just what some random reporter was like. I don't like it.
1: Yeah, and I think that's why Tyler Perry can just brush off negative criticism because he's like, I make money. Say whatever you fucking want, but like, I'm bankable. I'm reliable. Yeah. I make the money back plus a ton more. Yeah. Um, when asked if he would kill Medea off in recent years, Perry said he would retire her. She doesn't die. Perry revealed, <laughs> assuring his fans, she's a family member to a lot of people. You can't kill off a family member. I, mean, I would. I would feel sad can. if they killed
0: off Medea. Make- yeah, that's true. You actually can. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I would be sad if Medea died. I Me love, too.
0: Lord, I love Medea. I'm really excited about Medea, and I can't wait to see her do other things. Like I, that's what I'm most excited about. I know we're going to have to probably venture out into stuff where Medea is not in it. But mm-hmm. yeah, there there I, are
4: several of those too.
0: And and what's your take on that? Like, do you feel like Medea is kind of an essential element, or? Can you find pleasure I in everything? I mean
4: other things? for me, yes. Because yeah. <laughs> when it when Medea's not in it, then um what you get is the melodrama without Medea. Mm, yeah. And it's like the melodrama is uh it, it it can work when you're cutting it with like real fun humor. But when it's just the melodrama, you're like, okay, this is just this is a lot. Mm-hmm, you know? Yeah. Um but I for some people that stuff works too. Um, you know, I don't know it's it, those are those are tougher for me though I will say uh, I'm curious
0: <laughs> to watch like the TV show stuff that feels really soapy because mm-hmm. I mean that's not my mm-hmm. genre typically but I feel like I I've just always kind of been curious about what goes on on those shows because there's like you have to have some like I mean I just seen the storylines in this that are so crazy mm-hmm. I feel like if you're doing a if you're doing a soap and you know that's what you're doing like you can just do anything so I'm kind of excited to see how wild this stuff gets.
1: Um, Here's a little bit of trivia. So Tyler Perry started shopping the play Diary of a Mad Black Woman to Hollywood Studios uh, for a possible film adaptation in 2001. He heard no from several studios, which I'm sure are kicking themselves, before Lionsgate bought the script in 2004.
0: Medea is a Southern colloquialism short for Mother Dear.
1: Medea was a character in a play who was only supposed to be on stage for a few minutes. When another oh. actor didn't show up for their no. part, Perry kept performing as Medea, and she became a huge
2: wow. hit with the
0: audience. Okay,
1: so he was fully improvising then, right? I mean, yeah, that's like yeah, probably.
0: That's and amazing. That's all he does. Oh, so well, so do you think so wait, he improvised in the movie? Is just improvising?
4: Oh, ab- oh, absolutely. It, it becomes more and more obvious. Like I said, he didn't direct this this film. Like, especially in the later ones when you when, you know, he is like, I got to just I'm I'm just churning tur- these out. It's it becomes a lot more obvious that he's clearly oh just improvising. God. But it's funny. Like, I mean, it was. Yeah, it it's it is. He's just really good at it. He like he just he does so, so much. It's insane.
1: I watched I the calculator wait. bit. Three times last night Like I It was I, really like, fucking rewound funny. it I was like This yeah. is I love it It's a solid you see two the, minutes Of typing on the a
0: head
4: <laughs> The outtakes where uh, He had that bit no. Which I wish was in the movie When they <laughs> When they were at the dinner table And he's like Damn she, she just left you at the table She didn't have to do that She could have done that in the car Like <laughs> Like
0: <she>
2: Just <laughs> fully
4: embarrassed you She made you feel this big And I heard That's not the only thing That's that big <sighs>
1: Oh, my God. I have to watch the outtakes. Yep. Same. I will. Oh, my this God. This is that's, <laughs> the I'm only so movie excited. we've ever covered where I was like, yeah, I'll watch the extended cut I of this. need more <laughs> information. We
0: usually are like, we got it. Okay. Yep.
1: No, I'll take all the information.
0: This is amazing. So, okay. Medea is inspired by Tyler Perry's mom and his aunt. And he was also inspired by Eddie Murphy when he saw Murphy performing as women in Nutty Professor 2, The Clumps. He knew he could pull off a female character as well. So that's definitely clear.
1: So the twenty-six room Atlanta mansion that belongs to Charles and Helen was Perry's actual house. What? Which he christened, uh oh, Evac Chateau, and lived in alone. Twenty-six rooms. What?
0: do what is The mansion is crazy. That's it is. I love huge. that he shot it in his home. So that's
1: another way to save money. Yep, he was his own location <laughs> scout. He was like, "Yep, we'll do it here. I know of a couple other places, and that's He's it. Like, that's a wrap."
0: I know all the rooms really well. We can use all these different sets. I have an office and a closet. Okay. After the arraignment scene where Helen makes bail and Medea gets house arrest, the judge is seen calling up her next case, repeat offender, Bobby Brown. You can hear a woman who's supposed to be Whitney Houston scream off camera. Bobby, 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 I love you. Sit down, Miss Houston. The judge orders her. Houston and Perry were good friends in real life. (laughs) <laughs> okay another fascinating twist That is I uh,
1: didn't realize that I was just like oh boy Tyler But I mean yeah I guess if they're friends Because it
0: feels like a joke you you wouldn't put in If you were friends with the person <laughs>
1: <laughs> and Maybe it's like a little light roasting It's like wait, I put yeah. you in my movie And she's like oh, no you didn't <laughs> you <know?" laughs>
4: And that was the famous That judge what was her name She had her own divorce court wasn't Yes she I course?
0: knew oh my god yes. I thought so Yes okay. that
1: was her That's yeah. so funny Boy I honestly, I was excited to watch it, excited while I watched it, excited to talk about it. And
0: I'm like so happy right now. I know. And I'm excited for the next one. <laughs> Me too. Um, also, oh this so this movie, as we said, it grossed, you know, 10 times what it cost. And the following year he opened up Tyler Perry
1: Studios in Atlanta. So he jumped right into that. Yeah. I wonder if he, bet he on was yeah. smart and did back end points as opposed to getting paid up front. Because that's how you make your real fucking money or like a percentage of the box office. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I wonder. That's like, oh my God. It's cool. Like, I think Tyler Perry, say what you will about him, but like, I think it's thoroughly impressive. Uh,
0: Yeah. I
4: mean, it's crazy. His business savvy is insane.
1: Yeah. Oh my God. Uh, Tyler Perry, write oh a Christian uh, movie for me and Lauren to star oh God, in. Put me in. <laughs> <laughs> What's our next
0: one? Do you remember I don't what it was?
4: Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. Are you uh, going to do the. I have it written somewhere. Hold Medea's on. Medea's Family Reunion.
1: Oh, Daddy's Little Girls.
4: Yeah, Daddy's Little Girls. That's the one with Idris, El- Idris Elba.
1: Oh, good. Oh, wait. Daddy's Little Girls? I've truly never even heard of this one.
0: Me neither.
4: Yeah, that's what. Yeah, that's what the uh, Idris Elba, Gabriel Union, Tracy Ellis Ross is in.
1: Whoa! It. Oh, this looks good.
4: I told this you he has. I'm telling you, there are so many famous Black people in his movies. So you're just like, wait, what? Like they all did Tyler Perry movies.
0: The cover um, of the DVD or whatever. I'm like, I'm in. I'm in.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I gotta look at it.
0: It's like three little girls who are pouting while uh, a man is about to kiss. i assuming his new wife. I
1: don't know. They look mad. So wait a minute. There are two different versions of the movie poster. One where it looks like a rom-com and one where it looks like an indie movie for like Oscars.
0: Oh my God. You're so right. Cause I I saw the rom-com one. I'm like, that's so up my alley. And the other one looks like it's going to be emotional and like, he's holding the daughters and they're all smiling at the new wife. I just made up that there's a new wife. I don't know if that's (laughs) even the plot, but it just kind of makes me feel like it is, Uh but she's also like wearing a suit for some reason. Hmm. Okay, I'm in. I can't. Me wait. too. And you know what? It probably is every genre if we're looking at it like the Diary of a Mad Black Woman because it's like right. He he's he does it all. You got to make loves. multiple posters to bring in the audience you want. I mean, and then yeah. you get what you want. Everyone gets what they want, and everyone's mm-hmm. satisfied.
1: <laughs> we love Tyler Perry. We're so in, obviously. <laughs> <laughs>
4: All of a sudden, you guys are going to be like, mm, I think we need to do more than 10 films. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, we got to do well, 30 episodes. We got to keep watching. I did hear that there were 10 Medea films, and I was like, if we did 10 Medea films for the whole, I mean, that's the first 10, but we're, but there's so much to do that you can't mm-hmm. just stay on Medea. Oh,
4: right. my God. <sighs> Tyler Perry, man. He has, a, he has his whole, whole universe.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm, it's, I'm, I'm so excited. It's so cool. I wonder if, like, while he was pitching things, because it what was it? It was like five years in between pitching and actually having it bought or like three years. I wonder if he just like kept writing movies to be like, well, when they buy this first one, I'll be fucking ready with a loaded chamber. That would be so smart. I mean, it feels like it considering how many he's done. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. And they're all based off of plays. Or I think the vast majority of them. Like this one was a play. Uh, Daddy's Little Girls was a play. Medea's Family Reunion was a play. Like so, so a lot of them were plays. So he just like, has them in the chamber. Yeah.
0: I feel <laughs> you know? like at some point we should delve into like his backstory as a person because I don't know anything about his life Me and I would either. like to know how he was doing all these plays, why he was interested in doing that and I'm very curious about this Is he storyline. married?
1: Yeah, I don't know anything don't about Tyler
0: I feel like he's like kind of famously single. Oh.
4: I just realized that I don't know either. I don't know anything about his personal life. He,
0: yeah, no, it, <laughs> it kind of looks like there's no recent covering of him having a girlfriend he, at some point he did on some red carpets but that was yeah. it says 2000 oh no wait he does have a long time relationship with galila no. Gal- 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 galila bakil
2: Gal- the couple Gal- has Galilla? been
0: together since 2009 and have a child together okay oh, i was totally wrong huh. tyler
1: perry is a child
0: i didn't know that either me well, he's either. very oh, doesn't it seem like he's so private because like how do i not know this i feel like you see him all over the place i've never seen him with a woman i feel like
1: Yes, I've never seen him with this woman, but she is stunning.
0: Let's see wow. when this was written, by the way, because that could be like some old news.
1: Oh, no, they split. This is yeah, in that, 2020. Because oh, it was 2019 when that little piece was. Well, OK Magazine oh. said Tyler Perry's having a midlife crisis, which I think that's pretty rude for them to call. <laughs> Oh, no. And it says, funny man Tyler Perry is not feeling so holly jolly this holiday season. Oh, the my people God.
0: People tabloids are, ridiculous. are deranged.
1: <laughs> if you write for one and you're listening, God bless. I won't apologize. That's it feels so like you can just write,
0: write anything. anything. You can write the craziest sentence ever. And it's a headline. It's just oh, okay. he's not so
1: holly here's, jolly. <laughs> here's why they got the headline, because. He captioned a mirror selfie on Instagram. This is what a midlife crisis looks like. So they're pulling from the source. I take it back. Okay. That's a quote.
0: Uh, I'm so sorry. (laughs) Oh, it was a selfie. And it's him working out. He's in workout clothes. And it's just a selfie in a mirror. There's no, like, gym equipment. But this is what a midlife crisis looks like. I'm 51, single, and wondering what the next chapter of my life will look like. Whatever it looks like, I'm going to walk with God, be the best father and man I can be, hold my head up high, and try to look my best doing it. In a world with so much sadness, please try and stay in the good. Merry Christmas, and look, let's look forward to 2021 bringing us peace. Okay, so that wasn't this year that he had this happen? That yeah, was, was December. Last year. But and I mean, 2020. 2020 like, oh, during yes, COVID, uh, yeah. he was oh, having no. his midlife crisis. In his
1: mansions, plural for sure. Oh, it's a son. He's got a son, Amon Tyler Perry. <laughs> That's kind of a funny name. A man, Tyler Perry. <laughs> Wait, he named his child, A Man Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry's funny.
0: Oh my God. What's your name? <laughs>
1: a man, Tyler Perry. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh my goodness. That's great. I wonder if it's pronounced a man or a man? I'm guessing it's not a man. Mon. I hope it's yeah, a man. A
0: oh, that that a man. Or Amen. Amen actually.
1: I think you said a kid named Amen. Maybe it's spelled like Aiman. that. Oh, Amen.
4: But it looks like a man.
1: It does look like a man and it's very funny to me that he was like I may dress as a woman but I have a little child and I am a man, Tyler Perry. <laughs>
0: He's um, like, I want. I, I don't want to name that. him Tyler Perry. I want to name him something else, something original. I'll just name him a man, <laughs> and then Tyler. Perry um, Okay, what were we gonna say, John?
4: <laughs> just that, like, uh, I, I, I also want because I, you probably won't get too many uh, religious people who come on this show, but like, I, I don't want to downplay the aspect, like the the how important the Christian aspect was to a, a lot of his audience base, because it was like you. You know, if, when you're in that world, you feel like there are no movies made for you. So, like, to have a movie that you can, like, really laugh at and then feel like you're, like, getting, like, a lesson that you, like, feel good about. Uh, and then, like, just, like, three mentions of God. Like, like <laughs> people are like, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. We all have to see this. Like, you know, like, I wouldn't be surprised if, like, whole church churches, like, mm-hmm. play these movies. You know what I mean? Like, uh, it's definitely a huge uh part of it and and I think like it's funny because there are some parts where I'm like like I'm still I watch it and I'm like oh yeah like what a great thing to like you know believe in yourself and like don't let uh have this person like hold something over you like Mm -hmm. like the idea of forgiveness if you forgive them you're actually releasing their power over you you know what I mean your ability to move on because she was so like She's she never was over it. That's why she went and tormented him because she mm-hmm. just like had all this rage that she wasn't able to let go of. And I don't know. It's it's so there you there are there are things like that that you understand that like it does mean something on a deeper level for for people, even if uh, even if not everyone connects to it.
1: You know? Mm mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I don't know. I fucking just really liked it. <laughs> it was just really. It was. Like, I honestly was like,
0: recounting this whole summary of it. I'm like, it's. It's even better than it was when I was watching it. I, <laughs> I, I
4: it was great. Those scenes are so. Fu- every scene with Tyler and him as Joe, he's funny as Joe too.
0: Yeah, he <laughs> yes. is. Joe's less exciting to me, but yes, and I'm but, not sure why.
1: I'm not I sure think either. It's there's less joy with Joe. I was going to say it's not as silly. Right. It's like
0: right. Medea's so silly, and it's really mm-hmm. fun. Joe almost just feels like I don't know, like it's I mean, it's just a little more boring. Yeah, fair. Um, yeah. and more predictable. Like with um, it's I feel like Medea. I can't tell what's going to
1: happen. Mm-hmm. She's she's <laughs> unpredictable. She's what a theater teacher once told me. When you're on stage, you have to be oh shit. What do you say? Oh, you have to be dangerous. People can't know what you're gonna do next. So I think about that a lot. <laughs> That's a great, great tip.
0: Uh
4: When she, uh, Joe, I forgot what, Joe said something, and then she just picks up her purse, and you hear the click of the gun,
0: and she's Mm -hmm. like, say that again? Mm -hmm. The gun is such a fun. (laughs) the The gun's really the third character.
1: Oh, Wait. And then at one point she shoots the ceiling and everyone's okay with that. Yes. Yes. And like complete with ceiling falling down on her. I was like, no, there's a hole in the roof and nobody's (laughs) mad about this. No one cared. (laughs) Uh, That's one of my favorite things about the movie. A lot of things happened and people watched it happen and they were like, fine by me. Uh, Here's my other line.
0: There's basically no huge reactions to anything crazy that happens at all. I mean, even just like the abuse, like I feel like Brenda stands there and watches him drag her out with no, like, maybe you shouldn't do that. You know, she's just like watching.
1: And then when she was like, let him die, the doctor could have been
0: like, ma'am, who are
1: you? And why are you so cruel? (laughs)
0: Right, no one gets called out for anything. You just have, everyone's just accepted for exactly what they are and what they said. Mm-hmm. Like everyone's like, okay, so she wants him to die. What's your vote?
1: <laughs> right. Also, he gets it to go kinda... home in an ambulance. Is that a thing? Oh
0: yeah, to go home in an ambulance.
1: <laughs> yeah, he got delivered back to the house in an ambulance.
0: I don't know. Maybe because he had oh, a wheelchair he's now, and then
1: oh, or that. <laughs> well, they're expensive. They're like seven hundred dollars, and even with insurance, yeah. you have to pay two hundred of it. Believe me. I know (laughs) (laughs) how's your ankle by the way it's better it didn't swell up today and I was walking around a lot so I think it's like on the road to being normal again
0: that's good Mm -hmm. Uh, and
1: I've been doing my little exercises which is good
0: yeah you that's so important even though that's part is so
1: boring it's so boring and they're dumb stupid exercises but like I've been doing it for the last like four days and I feel a difference well that's good You got to get back on the pole. I really miss it. (laughs) I get so sad when I look at my dusty old pole.
0: Hasn't John been cleaning it?
1: <laughs> John, clean my pole. And they're like, um, oh, Nicole's harassing John again. I wonder if my neighbors hear me. I'm so loud sometimes. Oh my God. I kind of hope they
0: do. I would like to imagine, like I would like to think about what they imagine is happening inside your house when you're screaming in there. <sighs> um, all right. Well, I think we have to wrap it up. But we yeah. I'm I'm very excited about this. I think we're on a at the start of a very exciting journey. Lots mm-hmm. of good stuff ahead. Um, John thank you so much For being here And, and getting us to uh, uh, Diving us into the world Of, of Medea and Tyler Perry <laughs> um, With this exciting yes. movie And yes. do you have anything You want to plug?
4: Oh um, Nothing new But if you want to watch Astronomy Club on Netflix You can It's uh, you still there <laughs> You should It's and, very uh, funny <laughs> Thank you Yeah mm-hmm. And um, podcast Blackman can't jump in Hollywood um, Yeah You can follow me on You know social media at John Braylock
0: awesome okay and so everyone out there we are encouraging you to please write a review because we will be picking one to read on the next episode so we need a new one that's in the Tyler Perry you know theme and we'll be back next week with another Tyler Perry movie as discussed so we'll see you
1: then (laughs) okay bye 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 (laughs) bye